Chop, the original Guillotine League podcast. Everything you need to know to avoid the chopping block. Chop is brought to you by guillotineleagues.com. Now, your hosts, Paul Chargian and Brian Johnson. Welcome to Chop, the Guillotine League podcast. I'm Paul Chargian. Special guest host today. Oh, wow. Yeah. Matt Harrison. You know him from Fantasy Football Weekly. You sure do. long-running, award-winning podcast. Wait, what awards have we won? We won Best KFAN Fantasy Football Podcast. Like 20 years running? 29 <laughs> years running. That's right. <laughs> running unopposed. <laughs> wow. We're, yes. We're really good. Maybe we should like apply for some awards. We really should. We never do. We yeah. should. Um uh, great to have you here. Yeah, you, you've been playing guillotine leagues for years. Yeah, uh, so I know you. I know you know what you're talking about. Um, you've had a fair measure of success yourself, and this is uh, this is the show where we give people bidding advice specific to guillotine leagues because that's the magic of the guillotine league is the waiver wire. It absolutely is. Yeah, it's an exciting week. I mean, my my philosophy has always been don't spend a lot early. Yes, that is the uh, philosophy, overriding uh, philosophy yeah, on this show, which but, is good. But. Uh, you know, you know, sometimes you see a few names pop up and you're like, ooh, I can't, I can't resist getting well, in on this one. And the other thing that I think is really different in here week three, mm-hmm. uh, well, heading into week four, yeah, you now have three data points on your team. I think really now you know what you got. Sure. You know, week one, it was, you know, it's only one data point. Mm-hmm. And then week two, a lot of things evened out. I think at this point, if your team has been finishing 14th, 13th, 15th, it's probably time to open up the walls a little bit and <laughs> yeah, just make probably. sure you stay alive. You know, this is probably the perfect time to start a new guillotine league because <laughs> yes, now you is. have <laughs> those data right. points. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and new guillotine leagues are forming, Matt. <laughs> yeah. On Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, even Thursday afternoons up until kickoff at guillotineleagues.com. I, I, I coach a high school soccer team, and I have a few of the kids on the team who are interested in starting a guillotine <laughs> nice. league with me. So I, <laughs> I, love I, it. I might hit you up and, and get a league started with them. We'll get you. We'll get you in on the friends and family plan. Oh yeah, that'll be your compensation for this podcast. There you go. I I love that. Well, I I I can't gamble with them, so it'll be just a free league. (laughs) Of course, (laughs) of course. Um, We're going to give you the same format that we do for most of these shows. You're going to get broad bidding advice that everybody can consider, no matter what your roster looks like. Then we're going to give you player specific recommendations for the ten most commonly chopped players. Plus, Matt, I'm going to hit you a little Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor, mm. who aren't among that group of, of 10 most commonly chopped. But because we're getting imminent with them, and they are, they are, they are getting chopped, I just want to get your quick thoughts on them a little later in the sure. show, too. And then, um, when, um, and then we'll get some uh, cheapy, cheap, cheap help advice at the end. Cheapy, cheap help. Yes. So I think the storyline from last weekend, many, play, many of us had one player who just made you safe. If you had Keenan Allen, as he is now called, Devon at a Chan, 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 okay, Raheem Mostert, Devonte Adams, Adam Thielen, Tyreek Hill, Kenneth Walker, Justin Airbear, uh, Tua, Justin Jefferson, any of those guys, I think they just coasted you to victory. Yeah, I, I had Thielen in a league. Uh, well, the league I'm in with you, I yeah. actually have a uh, Chan. All right, uh, on, on that the bench, team, right? but on the bench, it, like everybody. Why, why would anybody? Start <laughs> That's him? right. And, you, and by the way, and <laughs> tricky matchup confirmed coming this week too. Yeah. Uh, so it'll be fun, interesting to see as people try to navigate those uh, decisions mm-hmm. uh, coming up to Sunday. And then 
you know, so if you had those guys, you're probably safe. And if you didn't have one of those guys, there's a good chance you got chopped. You're not even listening to this podcast. So I mm. think a lot of people did get saved by one of those. So, Matt, you understand mostly we're still in money-saving mode in September. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean you can't spend some money. It's just it's all about self-evaluation, as we mentioned earlier. It's You're three weeks in. If, you know, if you've been lucky to survive to this point, I think you go ahead and open the wallet. But let's be clear. That doesn't mean drop $500 on anybody. No. Or even $500 combined on two players. You have to have some money left. So, But it does mean that you can be more aggressive in your bidding if you do find yourself struggling in most of these weeks. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we use base 1,000 here because that's the guillotine league. Uh, system we get sure, a, sure. we get a thousand dollars to spend if uh, if you're in a guillotine you can probably bump up all of these values by about fifty percent okay so if we said bid twenty five you'd bid seventy five okay all right makes sense four tiers of guys the low end guys that you're going to spend I don't know maybe ten dollars or less for and we'll drill down on these guys more at the end of the show but yeah. like Rico Dowell uh, Eliza Mitchell Cam Akers Clyde Edwards Alaire Michael Gallup DJ Chark Maybe now Quentin Johnston and Gerald Everett as they move up the pecking order a yeah, little bit. Yeah, Josh Palmer probably in there too. I have Palmer a step above those guys. Okay. I think you got to pay a little more for him. I've got them in the promising tier of mm. guys. C.J. Stroud, Zach Charbonnet, Roshan Johnson, Jarek McKinnon, Marvin Mims, Josh Palmer, Jake Ferguson, Luke Musgrave. To me, these are like 11 to $25 guys. Yeah, I think, think? That, I think oh, that's right? pretty fair. Yeah. yeah. I, I, they're guys that I don't like to usually spend – too much on I I actually have enjoyed in the first couple of weeks of guillotine leagues letting all the fab ro- roll mm-hmm. and then coming in afterwards and just, <laughs> just picking guys for free off the free agency yeah, yeah so. you can do that uh I'm gonna I got a couple of middle tier guys for you that might be available in your leagues probably not mm-hmm. uh Davon HN HN uh it's gonna kill me HN uh Tank Dell Adam Thielen Tajay Spears. Mm. Get this. Uh, I tweeted this today. 11 snaps. Snaps for Derrick Henry in last week's game. What? Uh-huh. He had 11 carries. <laughs> <laughs> it was a one-sided affair, yeah. which was part of it, right? Okay. Um, and, you know, and it was very hard to run on Cleveland or do anything against Cleveland. Tajay Spears. I, you know, if... If, if this is the end right here for Derrick Henry, either through ability or looming injury, which happens a lot to guys at his, at his stage of the career. Sure. And we're going to talk more a little bit about him later, but. Are we? Yeah. Yeah. He's, right he's on the list. All right. Good. He's on the list you provided me that right, I good. prepped for. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, and then there's the high end guys that are a lot of these top 10 chopped guys. Mm-hmm. Again, we. People are bidding $500, $600, $400 for guys. We don't recommend doing that. Yeah. I The high end for us is usually in the $1 to $200 range. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just to keep, you know, we're, we're just going to, we got to keep some, got to keep some, uh, what do they say? Keep some salt? No, keep some. Uh, keep some money in your wallet. <sighs> it's the uh, gunpowder. Keep some powder. You got to keep some powder dry. Oh, That's okay. The, that is the uh, sure. the allu- uh, is it an illusion? Uh, illusion? <laughs> I don't know. This whole thing's gone sideways. I need more caffeine to to, you, to you keep up right. with you right okay, now. Okay, you ready? Yep. Uh, ten most chopped players. No tight ends for the first time this year. Well, that's a good thing. I know that is nice. We're finally getting some stability at the position. No thanks to uh, Darren Wallers. Um, today's theme for these top ten: 
injured players. Yeah, lots really of hurting people this week. We begin with the tenth most chopped player, Atlanta wide receiver Drake London. His upcoming schedule is London in London. Mm. And he'll play Jacksonville in London. You should have got Colin McCockney to come in to do this. I know. This I can't, I, we can't afford it. That's true. He's, pro, he's, he's, he's price prohibitive now. I, I heard he's really expensive, and he might not even show up for some of the <laughs> Fantasy Football Weekly episodes this <laughs> There's year. There's a lot of them in London. Yeah. Uh, Houston and Washington after Jacksonville. That is a – it leans favorable. The average winning bid on Drake London last week was $87. Yikes, I don't think I'd spend $87 on <laughs> Drake London right now. Desmond Ritter's not good. There's uh, that. And, and the, uh, the eye test is just showing that. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was helpful for Ritter that he won the first two games of the year, so it masked a little <laughs> bit of those problems. But yes. London has seen 15 targets this year, and he's only caught eight balls. So uh, let's break that down. Yeah. Five targets per game and three catches. Why would you spend $87 on Mm-mm. five targets and three catches? You could get that from Josh Palmer. For 10 bucks. Yes, I get it. You know, exa- yes. that's exactly what you can get. Uh, this is the kind of player who gets your head chopped off. I, I am not putting a bid on Drake London at all. I have. In fact, I have him in a league, and I, I'd like to trade him. Well, or, <laughs> or, or, sabotage, or the sabotage, sabotage drop. drop Drake London. Yeah, it might, the, might be the worth it. The catch is how much will anybody pay for him now? I don't think anybody would pay for him a, a lot right now, so mm-hmm. I'll probably just hold. But, uh, I mean, we're still in a 15-team league in that league, so. Right. That, that's, it's, I. I have you have a zero dollar bid on Drake yeah. London, which I'm totally fine with. Mm-hmm. I have five bucks because when I look at my 14th best player, I'm like oh, Drake London's better than that guy. Sure. So I, you know, I'd rather roll the dice on him, but that's all I'd pay five dollars Drake London. Mm-hmm. The ninth most chopped player, Miami wide receiver Jalen Waddle. Matt, the upcoming schedule at Buffalo is not easy. Uh, Giants easy as it turns out. Carolina middle of the pack. And it depends on if J.C. Horn's going to be back for that Carolina game in three weeks. The average winning bid last week for Jalen Waddell was a very healthy $244. Oh, interesting. Everybody wants a part of the Miami offense. What are you willing to bid for Jalen Waddell? I think you have to bid about that to get a part of the, the Miami offense right now. I mean, he didn't clear the concussion protocol before week three. That's why he sat mm-hmm. out. And concussions are never good, but seemingly players can hop right back in and pick up where they left yeah, off it's as not like a, a, a hamstring right, or an ankle or right, something like exactly. that. So uh, I do you want a piece of that crazy Miami offense that just dropped 70 points last week? I think you do. Um, you said 244 was 244 the average winning bid? 244 was the average winning bid last, uh, I, last week. The, the bid that I wrote down on my notes was $276. Right, and so I think that's, that. that's the bid that you would probably have to make to get him. Yeah, I just I just can't bid that high on anybody unless I'm in a really desperate spot at wide sure. receiver, and most of us are desperate at running back. Um, I have 150 on Jalen Waddle. I won't get him. You're, yeah, you're, you're going to get yeah, him. Yeah, I, I, I think I think that you would have to, just to get him. I think you got to be over that 250. Mark. I think so too. The eighth most chopped player, New York running back Saquon Barkley, who has been on this list every week of the season so far. <laughs> Probably the single worst pick in the guillotine draft you could have made, as it turns out has been Saquon Barkley, although it sounds like he could return this week. His ankle sprain is not a high ankle sprain. It's a low ankle sprain, and they're optimistic he could be back this mm-hmm. week. And that if he does come back this week, he'll host Seattle, then they travel to Miami, and then they're at Buffalo. The average winning bid last week on Saquon Barkley, which I got to believe was pretty regretful now, $282. Okay. So what are you bidding on Saquon Barkley? What do you think? Well, if you're bidding on him... 
you're bidding on him to put him in your lineup this week. And right now his ankle injury is considered day-to-day. Mm. And, oh, by the way, they play on Monday night against yeah. Seattle. So an, an extra day you get to an extra heal, day, but, but you may not know if you, you're going to be able to start him or not. Exactly. So if you're going to make a bid on Saquon Barkley, you probably have to throw him in your flex. Mm-hmm. And you probably have to get a guy like Paris Campbell or Wandale Robinson. Or, right, because Matt Breed is gone. He or, got yeah, rostered he, from last week when he was up. the starter. So you're going to have to find one of those guys to just kind of back him up, like a mm-hmm. bad Giants receiver or like the, what's that, Bobo kid uh, out <laughs> Seattle, of Seattle. Right, like it is, that, it's Bobo. Yeah, so that you're going to you're gonna have to play. So someone in your league is going to bid like $200 on him, but that someone in your league is about to get cut next week and Saquon's going to be back on the waiver wire. All right, so tell I, me what your bid is on Saquon. 40 Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I would go more than that on the assumption that I just, if not this week, next week I'll get him. Now sure. I'd be more if I if I if I had Matt Breed on roster. Mm-hmm. I might that's be kind of. I might be kind of aggressive that's, here. That's a little bit better. Yeah. Um, it is. Unfortunately, their bye week is until week thirteen. No, that's you ca- good. You kind of wish that, but for the Giants right now, you kind of wish that Saquon would get the bye week. To like get now, healthy. just to get healthy. Yeah. But uh, that's going to linger on, and I think this ankle well, injury is going to linger a we long We do time. have a player who matches that description coming up in just a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I had a $100 bid on Saquon Barkley. Okay. Um, but that's, you know, I've when he comes back, I'd be awfully glad to have him. But in the guillotine world, our vision is like one, two, and three weeks out. That's yeah. it. That's why we only give you the schedule for three weeks. And, sure. You know, we don't know what his status will be, but it sounds good. The seventh most chopped player, Atlanta running back B. John Robinson, didn't have a bad game last week per se, but not a good enough one. I'm, I'm more surprised that actually Tyler Algier wasn't on this list because he had an absolute dud. Yeah, uh, the, the Lions just took him away on the on the running perspective mm-hmm. last week. But from a PPR standpoint, and Guillotine League is PPR, he still had four catches and, and which helped. He, he he still did enough to yeah. Hopefully not kill you, but obviously he killed quite a few teams this week. Let me hit you with the upcoming schedule for yeah. Bijan Robinson. So at Jacksonville in in London, so really a neutral site game. Mm-hmm. Houston, very favorable. Washington, medium difficulty. But here's the killer. The average winning bid last week on Bijan Robinson. Mm-hmm. You want to guess? I'm going to guess $421. $579. Okay. By the way, this data is not proprietary. It's a pr- <laughs> proprietary to our site, but you can yeah. go get it. It's at, If you go to chop data on guillotineleagues.com, you can see this for yourself. Okay. The average winning bid for Bijan Robinson, $579. Of, of everybody on this list that you provided today, Bijan's mm-hmm. the one I'm, I'm most interested in out of all of them. I'm and, sure. And, and I said $421 because that's the bid that I think that you would have to make to get him mm-hmm. this week. Are you recommending it, that much? That, that's that's what I'd recommend. For a timeshare back? You know, he's a timeshare, but it's a healthy timeshare there mm-hmm. because they're just not passing the ball. And Desmond Ritter is the anti-passing-the-ball kind of guy. <laughs> The, the, <laughs> the anti-passing the ball kind of guy. Yeah, you could put that on a T-shirt maybe. Um, I, I just think Robins, Robinson's their meal ticket, and they know it. If they, if they want to have any hope in the NFC South, they got to give Robinson the ball as many times as possible, and I think that his target share probably goes up a little bit too. 
I can't bid anywhere near 500. <laughs> I can't even bid. I can't bid in the four. I don't bid. I just I'm not bidding 400 anything yeah. for anybody right now. I'm a 250. It was my bid for okay. B. John Robinson. That's fair. Uh, which is a lot for me yeah. is a lot for you is a lot. Yeah, you won't get him. I won't get him at 250. But so I, but I, nobody's going to walk away for free. If you want to get him, you're in the 400s at least. You probably are. Yeah, agreed. The sixth most chopped player. Chargers running back Austin Eckler did not play. Mm-hmm. He was the sixth most chopped player last week. Yep. Did not play. Upcoming schedule, favorable against Las Vegas, but here's the killer. By week, mm-hmm. looming. So yeah. you figure Eckler won't play this week because of the looming by week yeah. to get right on the ankle. Absolutely. Then he sits. So if you take Austin Eckler now, you can't use him this week. You can't use him that, next week. You might get chopped not being able to use him. And meanwhile, then we could go get him next week for even less and the week after that even less. And then, oh, by the way, they get Dallas, Dallas and then after Kansas that. City right. the next two weeks and after that. Brutal matchups. Yeah. Uh, although he's kind of he's kind of game script immune because he catches so well. Austin Eckler does. Let me mention, the average winning bid last week on Austin Eckler, $431. I think that if you want to win... An Austin Eckler mm-hmm. bid, you probably are still in the four hundred dollar range because a lot of people still have a ton of money. But However, with, but with this looming buy, yeah, with with what's going to happen and the fact that he's not going to probably play the next two weeks, mm-hmm. for sure won't the next week, and then Dallas and Kansas City, even though their starts, they're not Dallas great tough starts. Defense. They're yeah. they're going to be like C level starts on Fantasy Football Weekly. I, I wouldn't go higher than 120 on Austin Eckler right now. I had 100 bucks. Okay. He's going he's gonna to be on this list potentially as a top 10 choppy. Yeah. He was last week. He is this week. He may be the next week, and he almost certainly will be in his bye week. So you're going to have more chances at Austin Eckler. I'm not going deep on him. Mm-hmm. The fifth most chopped player, San Francisco wide receiver Brandon Ayuk. Inactive last week, expected to be healthy for this game. The upcoming schedule is... Arizona, positive. Mm-hmm. Dallas, probably negative. They uh, did. They did lose Trayvon Diggs, though. They so know that that's a big loss. That's why I said probably. Yeah. And then at Cleveland, which is Cleveland's trying to be the best defense in the league. Yeah. Uh, average winning bid last week for Brandon Ayuk one hundred seventy-three dollars. What do you think? Uh, well, I think you can get him at a discount because he missed mm-hmm. last week, and the the reason he missed last week is he did have a shoulder injury. But it was also a Thursday night game. So right. it was the short week. He's a little mm-hmm. dinged up. They were like, ah, we can probably beat the Giants without you on a That's short right. week. And they were right. And they were right. And now he had the 10-day layoff. So he's mm-hmm. probably coming back fairly close to healthy. Um, I think you get him at a discount, though, because he didn't play last week. Agreed. I think $61 for Ayuk is enough to get him. Uh, I don't think it will be. I went 110 okay. on Brandon Ayuk. I like it when we have differences like mm-hmm. this. Brian and I tend to be too closely packed on our bidding recommendations. I think Ayuk's the best receiver on the team, and that's a good offense. And one of the things that uh, I, I really enjoyed about uh, a Thor on Fantasy Football Weekly mm-hmm. the other day is Thor highlighted that Brandon Ayuk's kind of the man-to-man buster and, yeah. and Debo's kind of the zone, zone buster. buster. Yeah. So looking at, at your matchups can kind of help you decide whether or not Ayuk's a great play or a good play. In a given week, so I like that. Yeah. Although, if I'm paying 110, dollars I'm starting him pretty much every week. Yeah, you point. are. That's that's, that's why I'm, every week. That's why price. I'm lower on the 60 range. I just think Ayuk is really good. Okay. The fourth most chopped player, New York Giants quarterback Daniel Jones. <laughs> I I'm shocked enough people started him for him to be on the list, Matt. Well, he might not have been started. 
Well, that's a good point. Actually, you're right. He could have <laughs> you, you killed you bench. from the bench. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's possible too. <laughs> I, I don't think this really even merits much much discussion here. Seattle, then at Miami, then at Buffalo. His average winning bid last week was a healthy $41 for Daniel Jones, and I'm certain there's a lot of regret over those $41. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's been in garbage time in his games three <laughs> weeks in a row. Yeah, that's right. And uh, he still can't pile up good stats. He did have good stats in, in the Arizona two. game mm-hmm. in week two, but uh, with Saquon out, they can just tempt Matt Breida to beat them yeah. and, and, and go, yeah, we'll cover all these short Daniel Jones routes. I would not place a bid on Daniel Jones this week. My recommended bid is $0 on that's, Daniel that's a That's a healthy bid right there. Yeah, $0. Yep. Uh, the third most chop player, Philadelphia wide receiver Devonta Smith, who entered Monday night with a bunch of nagging injuries. They mm-hmm. weren't even sure that he was 100% that he was going to go. He did, um, and then he was very lightly used, perhaps mm-hmm. because of the injuries. The upcoming schedule is Washington, then the at Rams, and then they're at Jets. Uh, those It's... Roughly neutral, I think, in totality. The average I, winning. I think, I think those defenses are actually pretty good. The mm-hmm. Commanders and Jets are both very good defenses, yeah. and the Rams are proving to be a little bit tougher than we thought. Jets second. Well, I agree with all that. Yeah. The average winning bid last week for Devonta Smith three hundred forty-two bucks. So he ain't coming cheap. Yeah. What is your? What are you bidding, Matt? Uh, I threw two twenty-two on him. Wow. I, okay. I hope I'm getting him there. Um, he had. Two really good weeks to start the year. He did. Um, the Philly offense hasn't really found itself yet, and we're all kind of waiting for it to happen. And I think it's going to come soon. Mm-hmm. And when it does, you're going to be pretty happy the that you gates. had Smith on mm-hmm. your team. And I, I think 222 is a, a hopeful bid, and I think I can maybe get him there. Yeah, uh, I have almost exactly half that. 110 okay. for Devonta Smith. All right. My only worry on Smith, I love, I love the Eagles and this you know, mm-hmm. the whole team. They look great. Uh, mostly, but I do agree that the offense, it, it feels like they haven't quite found their rhythm yet. Yep. I also just worry a little bit that Smith, like every Eagle, can just have a game where there's so many good players. So many mouths it's to ju- feed. So yeah. many mouths to feed. It's just some games aren't going to be his. And in this format, where you get chopped, like this past week, mm-hmm. it's it's a killer when that when that when – your player's turn in the Philadelphia offense just doesn't come up. I, I, I get the feeling that he's going to register double-digit points mm. in just about every week, though. Like, even, yeah, even in his down week, I feel yeah. like you're getting 9 to 10 points, and I think that's pretty safe I hope you're for right. me. So I, I, I feel okay about Devonta Smith. The second most chopped player, Tennessee running back Derrick Henry. I saw, this came across my Twitter feed. I don't mm-hmm. know that it's true, but I think it is. Zero broken tackles on the season, <laughs> which is unbelievable to think about for Sounds Derrick like Henry. Derrick Henry is broken. Uh, he traditionally is a he's traditionally three and a half to four and a half yards after contact, which is a healthy number because mm-hmm. Derrick Henry's great. Right now, he's at two point seven. Well, and that's what's getting his average yards per carry to three point two. Right, he's at a career number of four point three, mm-hmm. and he's never had a season in which he was below four. And so, it all—it looks like it's—it's it's heading this direction. It's a bad offensive line, which is certainly part of it. Upcoming schedule is uh, hosting Cincinnati. That's pretty tough. Mm-hmm. At Indy, they've turned out to be a pretty good run defense and a very bad pass defense. And then Baltimore, a very good run defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a tricky schedule coming and, up for Derrick Henry. And by the way, a buy after that Ravens. Game. Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, looming buy too. Yep. 
So I'm going to, the average winning bid on Derrick Henry last week, 451 bucks. I'm not coming near it. Fool's gold. If, if you want to get Derrick Henry on your team, mm-hmm. you got to bid probably in the two to $300 range. Yeah, I agree. I'm not. On name, on name brand alone. I'm not bidding on him. At all? No. You're just off? No. I'm, okay. I, I'm off. I think Ty, Ty J. Spears, who you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. he's a legitimately good running back and a threat to yeah. Derrick Henry's uh, ability to play. I'll let somebody else bid up on him. Uh, it's not like an auction where I have to, yeah, right. to keep the price <laughs> no. going up. Somebody's just going to bid on him, and they're yeah. going to bid a lot. I'll let them waste their money. Um, I threw $95 on Derrick Henry. And just, you won't get him. And I won't get him. Nope. And, but if somehow, for some reason, everybody's like the, you. Yeah. Like, I got a whole league of mats that don't even bother to put in a bid. Yeah. At 95 bucks, fine. I'll start Derrick Henry for a few weeks. <laughs> fine. And the most chopped player last week, we're back to the Bengals again. Yeah. Every one of these episodes, Matt, it's chock full of Bengals. This time, T. Higgins. It was all Jamar Chase on Monday Night Football. Higgins with... Two stone cold duds this year, week one and now week three. The problem at Joe Burrow can't throw downfield. Yeah, he's not healthy at no. all. Um, I saw some online doctors, and I know you love the I online love the doctors. Doctor, yeah, they were, talk- they were talking about his calf injury and how the the substance behind his calf injury means that it's really close to the Achilles too. And mm. if if he continues to throw on it, and if he continues to maneuver on that calf it's not out of the realm of possibility that he tears that achilles or tears the oh, calf geez. muscle that'd be terrible and so the the bengals can't afford to like rest burrow for any period of time because they started one and two and mm-hmm. it's a competitive division competitive afc so he's going to keep playing problem is unhealthy burrow is not good and especially not good for t higgins 28 targets this year. That's a lot. It That's is. That's a guy you go it get. Is. Right. 10 catches yeah. at 110 yards. Total. Shocking. Uh, he did have two touchdowns in week two. Uh, but other than that, he'd be an absolute disaster. His finishes are wide receiver 129, <laughs> wide well, receiver zero in the first week, and wide receiver 85. Yeah. So that's how you end up on the chopping block in, in guillotine leagues. So, uh, again, <laughs> internet doctors are saying Joe Burrow. He does. He can't plant on the calf leg. Yeah, and so his deep passes don't have don't have his weight on that. And yeah. so his deep passes, where you need to be able to get the full body motion yep. into it, he aren't working. And his deep passing is terrible. His eight, his he's got the third shortest intended air yards and the second shortest completed air yards in the league. Joe Burrow. Yeah. So, and, and, and everybody think about it. It's his right calf, and he's a right, right-handed right thrower. Yeah. So you're, and if, that's you, th- your if you think about it, now do yeah. this while you're listening I'm do, to the podcast. I'm doing it right now. So, I'm standing. So try to explode off of your back foot yeah. to throw it, and, and, and you know, it, oh, that, that's where all of your power right. comes from. If you're right-handed, your right, your right leg is your plant leg. Yeah, it's, it's your power leg. So he, he's not going to have that for the foreseeable future. It might just be a bad year for the Bengals. Um T. Higgins, by the way, that's kind of an interesting sabotage drop in a oh. league. Like, well, I, th- well, I think people would still bid heavily on him. Mm-hmm. Like, I think oh, that yeah. you'd have to bid two to three hundred dollars. Well, to get let me T. mention Higgins. his average winning bid last week was two hundred sixty dollars. Yeah. Now he's coming off another dud, mm-hmm. but he's gonna, you know, his name's gonna pop off the list of available players. Yep. What? Oh, let me mention the schedule at Tennessee, very favorable. Yes, it's, and then. 
at Arizona, favorable. And then Seattle's secondary has been bad. So mm-hmm. it's all favorable matchups. So given all that, what are you bidding on T. Higgins? I think if you want to get him, it's probably 211. What are you bidding? What am I bidding? Not what, not, uh, I don't want to know. I don't want to know what you what it would cost uh, to get man, him. I want to know what you're bidding. I'll throw the two eleven on him. I, I just just on the the straight belief that maybe Burrow is going to get this thing right. They got okay. they got the hot, the cold, the cryo chamber, like all all the things. He's in okay. an he's in an oxygen booth right now. You went from sabotage yeah, drop to two hundred eleven dollars awfully fast. I can't quit T Higgins. <laughs> I'm only seventy five bucks. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you definitely won't get him, but uh, I won't. But yeah. that's that's the price at which I'd feel pretty comfortable getting T Higgins. And then even then, I'm putting him in my starting lineup. I'm hitting the submit button with heart palpitations. Like, oh man, come on! Yeah, that's what guillotine leagues are all about: is the heart palpitations. There is a lot of sweating in yeah. a guillotine league. Uh, Matt, talk to me. So those are the top ten. Talk to me about Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup, whose timeline for return is now just one week away. On this show next week. We'll be talking about the prospect of both of them coming back. I feel way better about Jonathan Taylor's prospects of coming back than I do Cooper Cup, but we don't have any tangible information on either one. Well, how do you feel that much better about Jonathan Taylor, seeing as how he basically said that he doesn't want to play for the Colts anymore? I know, but you know what? That's the stuff that you say in the heat of the moment a month later, and he, you know he had he may or may not have had a legitimate ankle injury. Mm-hmm. Don't know going all the way back to last year. Now he's a month off of that. Mm-hmm. In theory, he should be in in better shape. You know what I know for sure is Cooper Cup had a significant setback on his hamstring injury, so bad that they went to go find outside doctors. I I kind of wonder if the Colts are trying to field trade offers again, and now that we're into the season and. It's now the running back wasteland instead of the tight end wasteland. Mm -hmm. If Cleveland or Baltimore Mm -hmm. or a team like that where they've lost their starter might just go, okay. We'll we'll pay you. That's the hard part is they got to pay the, they got to pay whatever second round pick or something. And they got to pay Jonathan Taylor. Seems seems like Baltimore would be the perfect uh, candidate for this because I believe J.K. Dobbins is not under contract next year. You're correct. And uh, that's uh, that seems like... Gus Edwards of... might not be either. I don't remember for yeah, sure. Yeah, and... Get Gus... this. You know, Gus should have gotten like 25 touches last week. No, no. Stupid Melvin Gordon. Come on. Stupid Melvin can, Gordon. Can we just get a long look at Gus Edwards, please? No, because Gus Edwards is the most ordinary back <sighs> in, he the, was in anything the league. But, no, his career yards per carry is like five and a half. Yeah, but... He's the, not ordinary. That was eight years ago. <laughs> I'm including last week in that. <laughs> Gus Edwards is a good back. It kills me. Uh, so, in the event that Jonathan Taylor or Cooper Cup got cut off of somebody's bench mm-hmm. last week, knowing that they're one week away from maybe returning, yep. just give me a dollar amount, top ahead, on Jonathan Taylor and Cooper Cup. I think you're in like the $70, $80 range on Jonathan Taylor. What That's, would you bid? Uh, $69. On both? No, not okay. on Cooper Cup. I, I think I think I'm going to moonwalk away from Cooper Cup, and I'm not going to bid. I think that that one's going to be thorny all year, mm-hmm. and I think that Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell they look, look good. looking really good. Right. So they Do- can take their time on doesn't Cup. Doesn't mean they have to push Cup back right. into service that quick. So I I think I will uh, walk away from Cup, and I'll throw the uh, nice bid on Jonathan Taylor. I'm getting um, 
Give me a dollar amount on the nice bid on Jonathan I'd Taylor. I said 69. Oh, so, all right. Just sticking with that. All right. <laughs> I'd go. I, I believe Taylor's going to be back, and okay. I think he's going to be the lead back in two weeks. So I'm going I'm going a little heavy here. I, I'd go over I that. I can't go believe like you'd bucks, say that as bucks. a fervent Zach, Zach Moss, Moss disciple. I know. I know. Uh, and I'm with you on Cooper Cup, just kind of out on that and – you know, if he's, you know, I, I guess there's a, there is an amount I'd pay like five bucks or 10 bucks, Well, but that's it. And then if I need to turn that spot, I can. So the beauty of the guillotine league is if Cooper cup comes back and in week seven, he has a good week and in week eight, he doesn't, then you have the ability to bid on him again. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, right. you're not stuck with him like for the whole year. Yeah. You, you can, you can watch, you can sit back and the likelihood of Cooper Cup coming available in your league is still high. It doesn't doesn't really matter. Yeah, right. This you, is not going to be your last yeah. chance, including next week. He's not going to play next week. Yep. Uh all right. Let's let's talk about the cheap guys that are getting picked up in regular leagues mm-hmm. where they're not talking about picking up guys like T. Higgins and, and Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Would you bid two dollars and cut a player? So I need you to factor that into your your thinking on this, Matt. Mm-hmm. You got to cut your fourteenth best player, or maybe your thirteenth or whatever. I'm just going to give you the name, yes or no. Rico Dowell, the backup running back in Dallas. Uh, no, you're looking at six touches a week. Elijah Mitchell. No, because I think we thought he would see more touches than this. and, and that's, For sure that, thought that. that. That's what I'm looking at from, from this standpoint. Everybody thought that he, he would be getting like 10 to 15 per game and they'd be spelling McCaffrey a little bit to hopefully have a long playoff run. That's not the case so far, so I would not put the bid on him. Couldn't you make? Couldn't you reverse that thinking and say they're going to run Christian McCaffrey into the ground? Two of his last three seasons have been marred by injury, yeah, and I true. want the guy okay, who's going to be the I want the guy who's going to be the Niners, yeah. you know, the Niners starter. Yep, Cam Akers, new Viking running back, two dollars. Sure, they they have to do something in Minnesota. They have to give him a shot at the lead back. I don't think they're going to give Ty Chandler because they haven't yet. And mm-hmm. Alexander Madison is ordinary. He did have a fumble in that game that yeah. they reversed for some crazy reason. Well, that they that was the worst reverse it. I've ever seen. Non reversal. Yeah. Or would they reverse? They it? reversed that it. Was it. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I right. I think Madison uh, he's on the on the chopping block on his own team. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, $2 and a roster spot. I think I have Clyde Edwards-Alaire on my roster mm-hmm. right now, and I feel gross about it. So um, He's getting a surprising amount of usage. Yeah, I think I'd rather just stick with the Pacheco or McKinnons in, the, in that world. Once we get into the third back in that yeah. backfield, it just gets muddy. Okay. Michael Gallup, who showed signs of life last week. <laughs> We've been waiting for Michael Gallup to have well, signs of the, life. The forever. problem was Dallas just—they were so—they just dominated their first two weeks and didn't have to throw. Mm-hmm. Last week, they finally—they found themselves in a unexpectedly tight game and they had to throw, and, they, and then suddenly Michael Gallup shows up. So this—this this is kind of been my standpoint all preseason going into it. I've been kind of off all the Cowboys except for Pollard. Because mm. mm-hmm. McCarthy, just with his, like, we're going to run the ball, we're going right. to run the ball, he did not lie. He's not smart enough to lie. <laughs> and they they just run the ball with Pollard. I, I don't want pieces of the, the Dallas passing game because right. C.D. Lamb is even double covered on every play now. All right, so that's a no yep. on $2 for Michael Gallup. $2 on Carolina receiver D.J. Chark. Yeah, I've, Jonathan Mingo came down with an injury last week. I think Chark probably gets more looks this week. They can't simply throw to Thielen the whole time. Chark's startable this week yep. against Minnesota. Absolutely. 
Let's talk about two chargers. Quinton Johnston, $2. He's done virtually nothing to this point, but now Mike Williams' season is over. Yeah, I drafted him in a whole bunch of dynasty leagues, too. I'm really bummed about uh, Quinton Johnston right now. Um, Hoping that this is just a blip on the radar for him, and Mm -hmm. now that uh, the doorway is opened a little bit, that he kicks his foot through it and and takes that job, but I'm, I'm not feeling super confident about it. Okay, so that's a no. No. Okay, $2. Let's stay with the same team. Gerald Everett, who moves up one in the pecking order. Everybody needs some tight end depth. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Gerald Everett as a $2 and a roster spot guy? Yeah, I would I would bid on Gerald Everett. Uh, also, by the way, Donald Parham last week. <laughs> I know. Two targets. Donald, yeah, two, two catches, touchdowns. Two yards apiece, <laughs> two touchdowns. Yes. Uh, those uh, he's sitting, easily he's have tight gone, end six, yeah, by the way. They could easily have gone to Gerald Everett on those plays and, and could scheme those up for him. And I think that Gerald Everett's kind of sitting on a huge bounce back here. So I two maybe $3. Fish and I, <laughs> Fish, if Fish were here, he'd yeah. be telling you to put the $2 on Donald Parham, I think. Uh, well, of course. Yes. Fish he loves and I, Donald Parham. So do I. Yeah. Uh, Rondell Moore is the final guy. $2 and a roster spot. Rondell Moore, yes, no. Do you think... They're starting to convert Rondale Moore to a running back. Not, no, not a, not like a full usage running back. No, and and he's no Debo Samuel. He's so slight of build. He, yeah, he can't do that. No, you were going to call him Roadkill Moore the first year he came into the <laughs> <Yeah>. league. <laughs> he's so tiny. He's like a squirrel, um, <laughs> or like a little chipmunk. Oh, he's yeah. not even a squirrel. He's he's just a little guy. He's got little. Little acorns in his cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Two dollars, Rondell Moore. Uh, sure. Okay. Um, I'm kind of with you on that. The Arizona offense has been a little better than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. The defense is quite a bit better than we thought the Cardinals defense was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, give by, the, by the way, Joshua Dobbs. He's not bad. He's not bad, and he's that team bad. is like pulling for him and everything. Mm-hmm. He's like the Southwest Gardner Minshew. Like, yeah. like everybody seems to like him. I, I think he kind of rolls with that job for a while. And if you find the right start, I think he's startable in a pinch in a guillotine league or two. Oh, if you're the Jets. You know, imagine if the Jets would have had the the no – if they had just cut bait on the sunk cost of Zach Wilson mm-hmm. and they had made the move for Josh Dobbs. And the reason they, that Josh Dobbs is available is because Cleveland was suddenly three deep at quarterback and they weren't intending to keep three on their 53-man roster in the preseason because it turns out Dorian Thompson-Robinson looks really good. Mm-hmm. And so Dobbs was available. Smart front offices should have known that. And they could have made the huge upgrade. Now, granted, they had no way to know that Aaron Rodgers was going to blow out his Achilles four snaps into the season. But, mm-hmm. you know, you still, you're only as good as your backup quarterback in many times, and the Jets could have had that opportunity. What do you think the Jets do, by the way? They can't stand Pat. I know they're saying all the things like, oh, Zach Wilson's our quarterback, yeah. but they can't. Unless they're going to write off the season, they can't. Trevor Simeon's not the answer. I know that. No. You know, they just brought him in. It's, uh, there aren't many good options out there. You'd think like Jacoby Brissett or something like that in, well, in Washington. let's look at the 0-3 teams, right? Yeah. Everybody's connecting Kirk, but let's just mm-hmm. go past that. What about Andy Dalton? Pan- what if the Panthers lose to the Vikings? Yeah. They're sitting at 0-4. Andy Dalton's not part of their long-term plan. No. Bryce Young's going to be healthy and coming back. Sure. Andy Dalton goes to the Jets, and now they've got a functional starter. I think that that's a great move, actually. And it would cost you a, it would cost you a lot less than what Kirk would cost. Like a fifth? Fourth? No, more than that. Probably a third because they've got all the leverage, right? Jets have no leverage. <laughs> and they don't have a first and second round pick. So it would probably be a third rounder next year. Yeah. I'm guessing. 
Yeah, I think that that's that's pretty fair. But yeah. uh, man, they they got to do something. What about? And by the way, I mean, there's a reason if you're in a if you're in a two quarterback, not not guillotine league, super mm-hmm. flex two quarterback league, you might want to pick up Andy Dalton if he's not if he's available uh, just I, in this scenario. Um, I on my waiver wire article on Shock Fantasy today, I said Andy Dalton's pick upable. He's playable this His week. He is uh, he's absolutely the startable against he, the Vikings. He threw the most passing attempts. In any game in his career last week. Oh wow! Are you kidding me? Yeah, he, <laughs> they're chucking That's the a ball. long career. <laughs> it's a decade-long career. Yeah, and so yeah. Andy Dalton, kind of a sneaky play this week. I and like that. I, I I like him in DFS a lot for this week, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that he's a he's a nice little move. Yeah, Adam Thielen's got a revenge game coming too. Yeah, you were all over that Thielen character this preseason. I was. It made it sense. looks it looks good that right now. Good. Hopefully, hopefully it'll continue to be the case. Um. Thank you for filling in. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, it's good to have you here. I'm yeah. sure Brian will be back next week. And yeah, he'll be that's like, the plan. He'll be like, what that's the heck the did Matt do? Why, why did he give all these terrible bids to people? <laughs> all these $200 bids. What's he talking about? $400 bid. What? Uh, Brian would have keeled over right here. Uh, thanks, thanks for listening. It's worth the price of admission right there. It is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow will be, it'll be the final, the final show for, uh, for Brian next week when he finds out about all your crazy bidding advice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he'll, he'll die right here the on the podcast. The heart palpitations right, right again. Exactly. There you go. All right. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for listening, everybody. Back next week.